Spazzin' Out, America's podcast, recorded live from Boston, broadcasting around the world, covering everything America is talking about and beyond. Take your seats and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Anthony Parziali. Am I saying that right? Whiskey. I feel like it should be whiskey Rita. Whisker. It should be whiskerita. There is a new drink. Whisker. Yeah, it is whiskerita. Whiskerita. There is a new drink out there. It is a whiskey margarita. It's put out there by this company. Uh, Two ninety one Colorado whiskey. Two ninety one Colorado whiskey. Two hundred and ninety one. I'm sure it's two ninety one. Two ninety one Colorado whiskey. If you, I'm going to, I'm tagging, after I'm done with the podcast, I'm going to tag 291 Colorado Whiskey, which by the way, won the award for America's Best New Whiskey. I need some of it. They have a new drink. It's called Whiskerita. I need a Whiskerita. I need some fucking Whiskerita in my life. I need it immediately. You guys have to send it to me. I will do a private stash review. I'm sure you guys out there in Colorado don't know what the private stash review is. But I have America's... Yesterday, hear me out. Yesterday, we had problems with Wi-Fi on Instagram. Today, we're having problems with Wi-Fi on Facebook. Whatever. We're going to power through it. I have America's mustache. And what I do is I drink a beverage. It's called the private stash. I do the private stash review. I take some... I, I taste some of your delicious, delicious whiskey, which theirs is made with rye. Dude, I love rye. If you don't love rye, fuck off. I need to taste it. I need to review it. 20, it, it's 291 Colorado whiskey. They make the Whiskerita. And get get this. They've patented the Whiskerita. So it's a trademark. The Whiskerita is a trademark. I got to get some of my life. I need it. So please, I, I'm going to tag them in it. Hopefully they'll send me a sample. I don't know if you can buy it around here. I don't know if there's any booze places that you can get it. Next thing. I'm seriously considering doing the Boston Olympics. So we wanted to have the Olympics here in Boston. We, we're not going to. We're not going to have it this year. We're not going to have it in 2024. It's not happening. The Olympics aren't coming here. Someone just said, what's up, cock breath? I know, kid. I'm like, ah. So I want to do the Boston Olympics. And honestly, and I was joking around about it at first, but then it just came, it, it, it dawned on me. I was like, I should. What I should do is have a couple of games related to Boston. I, I, what I would like to do is, in the Boston Olympics, I would like to have the Boston Common Cannonball Contest. What I'll do is, we, we'll figure it out. We can either get a couple of fat guys that can do a cannonball off of the swan boat, so they can do a cannonball off of one of the bridges into the pond, or I could just set up a baby pool really quick, or they could do it in the frog pond. I want to do the packy run. Legit the packy run. Now, a normal packy run would be you... Yeah, run into the package store, but I, I was thinking maybe I, I find a couple of dudes down on uh, a meth mile, I get, I fill them up a, a solo cup of beer, and they got to run, uh, you know, 100 meters, and whoever 
still has the most beer left in their cup wins the packy run. Something like that. Um, I also wanted to... Bro, I got to do the Mass Ave Relay. The Mass Ave Relay. Do you know what the Mass Ave Relay is? The Mass Ave Relay is where one fucking scumbag that lives on Mass Ave passes drugs to the next one, to the next one, to the next one, and the relay continues. So what we do is we do the Mass Ave or we do the Meth Mile Relay, whatever you want to call it, doesn't matter. And we give them something, you know, something, I mean, not real drugs, but something that looks like drugs. And they have to, they each have to run a block and they pass the drugs off and see who gets there the quickest. And then the other one is the Marlboro, the Marlboro Marathon. I want to see, this is something that I think is absolutely unique to Boston. Have you guys ever noticed that, that dudes that smoke butts, guys that smoke butts, right, that work on the job site that allow them to smoke cigarettes, they can, they can work with no problem without, touch, without touching the cigarette butt. They can burn that cigarette all the way down to the butt of the cigarette without touching it, all while working at the, I mean, these dudes can shovel, they can fucking rake, they can pour concrete. They could carry trash bags. They could do whatever. So I thought we would do the Marlboro Marathon, Marlboro Marathon, and see who can run the furthest without touching their cigarette. Who burned the best cigarette while running down Mass Ave? These games and more. The Boston Marathon. I mean, the Boston Olympics. We have to do it. I have to figure it out. I will. I'll figure out something. And what I'll do is I'll just do my podcast down from Meth Mile, and I'll get four or five people to fucking do it. I'll have them do this. I'll do, they'll, they'll do the uh, they'll do the packy run. They'll do the meth mile relay. They'll do the Marlboro the the Marlboro marathon, and we'll come up with some other type of drinking games or some other fucked up games for these mutants to do. I th- I think it's genius. We demand it. We have to have the Olympics. And if I can't get away with any of that, then at least I can do the Boston Comet Cannonball Contest instead of a diving contest. We get a bunch of fat dudes and we have them fucking do cannonballs into the pond in the Boston Comet. Or at the Frog Pond. Or, you know, quite frankly, we just get a bunch of hot chicks in bikinis and have them walk around in the Frog Pond and they can do fucking belly flops. Something like that. We have to do it. We have to have fun. We have to bring fun back. We need to start having fun again. So too much serious. I'm about to get serious. Speaking of be, of having fun, but we need to have fun. I need personally a whiskerita. I need a whiskerita. It's a fucking margarita made with whiskey and two ninety one two ninety one Colorado whiskeys making it. I want me some two Colorado. I uh, two I can't even say it. Two ninety one Colorado whiskey in my life. Like you want some Max sauce in your life. I want some whiskey in my life. So I need them to send it to me. All right. My, my title says permanent vacation. Is that what's going to happen here in the United States of America? Are we on permanent vacation? According, wait, where are the details at? I thought I wrote this shit down. I didn't fucking write it down. I'm a, I'm a boo. We've hit a record high of job availability. Over 9 million open jobs. There are over 9 million open jobs in the United States of America. People can't find, we can't find work, they say. There's no job openings. There are 9 million plus jobs open. And mutant liberals, liberal mutants, 20-something senators, 100-something representatives want a fourth stimulus check. I'm confused. There are 900 jobs, I'm sorry, there are 9 million fucking jobs available. 9 million jobs available. So there are at least 9 million people that could get a goddamn job. Or half, you could work too. So so let's say one of those jobs is a part-time job. 
Well, then you work two part-time jobs. I mean, I currently work part-time at WEI. I'll be on tomorrow morning on the air with uh, with with Curtis, with Ken and uh, Curtis tomorrow on WEI or this morning, whenever you're listening. Um, I do that. I work at Take Junk. I do my fucking podcast. I help my wife out with her eyelash company, Cheeky by Kaylee, by the way. If you want to get your wife some eyelashes, my wife has awesome... I, I, I've got 5,000... Well, actually, not anymore. She sold a ton of them. I probably get... There's probably like 50 left. There's about 50 uh, pairs of eyelashes left that need to be sold. Go to CheekyByKaylee.com. She sold out of most of them. She's gonna fucking... She's crushing me. When it comes to business sense, this girl's killing me. So go check that out. But I'm helping her out with that. I find ways to make cash. Nine million jobs are open. It's disgusting. We should be embarrassed. In the United States of America, it's fucking embarrassing. There are people that would do anything to come to this country. And we know, because they're sneaking down on the border. They fucking come in full of trucks. They come in through caves. They come, they sneak over the top. They come in 50 in one fucking pickup truck. They would do anything for one of these jobs. But these little fucking lazy shit Americans, the lazy classes I call them, if you're poor, you're not poor, bro. You're lazy. And I don't want to... Now, listen, I, I, I always have to preface this because people get pissed. If you can't work, I get it. I, I honestly, I do. If you really can't work, you, you're fucking... You're just a head. You're fucking you're in your fucking chair and that's all you are is a head. I get it. You can't work. I No problem. I understand. If you got no fucking arms, you got no legs, I totally get it. You can't work. But there are people that can work, and you should be working, and it's embarrassing that there are 9 million jobs available, people that would die to come to America for that opportunity, and you lazy fucks here in America don't want to work. And that's what you are. You're not poor, you're lazy. I had this fight with Kaylee, you know what? I had this fight with Kaylee the other day, we were talking about, here, I'll give you an example. This is the type of person I am, and I, and I don't give a fuck, man. I don't care. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I gotta read this. Wait, uh, other, other problem is people want higher pay, and I'm walking away, uh, happens a lot. Alright, so, listen, someone brings up the point that people want more money. And you know what? You should make more money. I agree, but not at first. And I'll use myself for an example. I work at WEEI. I want to get back on the radio. I currently make thirteen fifty. My fucking son's, my my son's friend, he's 15 years old, Hakeem. He works at, he, not Hakeem, he doesn't work at fucking McDowell's, he works at Kelly's Roast Beef. Hakeem. He's 15. He makes 1350. I make 1350. Because I understand that I have to work my way up. You think I'm gonna be working you think I'm gonna be a fucking part-time along at WEEI? Fuck no. I'll be full-time soon enough. Because I'm good at what I do and I work hard and I pick up all the shifts and I do anything anybody asks me. You want that done? Done. And not only do I do that, I say I can do shit that I can't do. So for example, I'll give you an example. And we won't even use radio. I'll just use my, my life as an 18-year-old compared to an 18-year-old now. I I'm, I I graduate high school. My wrestling coach, Donnie McLaughlin, comes. He says, hey, you want to work at Foundations? I said, yes, I want to work at Foundations. I'm in. I want to do Foundations. Boom. Let's do it. So I, I take the job. Now, he had a, 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 a truck that I can drive now with no problem. It's a it's a flat-nosed truck. It's got a 12-foot bed. It's it's like a box truck, right? But it's got a flatbed, and it's got forms on the back of it. I'm fucking 18 years old. Bro, I've been driving for like two years. Guy's like, hey, can you drive this truck? Yep. No fucking problem. Hop right in that goddamn thing. I've never driven a train, but if you were like, hey, I need you to drive this train. Yeah, I got it. No problem. I'd figure it out. Kids today, they don't want to. Oh, I can't drive a train. I can't drive a car. They don't want to do shit. 
Nobody does. Nine million jobs available. And then you bitch that, oh, I don't make enough money. The reason that you don't make enough money is because you're fucking lazy. You're all part of the lazy class. And I'll give you an example. Here's, here's the best way I can describe it. Let's just say you're working at McDonald's. We'll use McDonald's. I'm sure that six million of the jobs available are jobs at McDonald's. So let's say you're going to work at McDonald's. You're going to start here in Massachusetts. You're going to make thirteen fifty an hour. You have to realize right off the bat that a part-time 13 minimum wage jobs are not career jobs. If you're still working a minimum wage job 10 years from now, you're a fucking bum. Let's do this. You know, I've said this on this show a million times. Let's do it again. Right now, if you're listening to Spazzing Out America's podcast, which I do Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, live on Instagram and Facebook, but I upload it to a podcast platform, of which is Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeart uh, Media, uh, Odyssey, Hey Alexa, play Spazzing Out America's podcast. A podcast that, by the way, made no money last year. podcast that, by the way, this time last year was getting 100 downloads, 100 streams per episode. Now it gets over 3,000. And I actually make a little bit of coin off it. Last month, I didn't make a lot of money, but I made 500-something dollars off the podcast. I had a little sponsor this month. I don't have one. I'm out trying to find one. I'll probably get one. I'll make a little bit of coin. And then two years from now, I'll make more money. But I get it. But here, let's stop this shit. Let's be real. Right now, I want you to look in the mirror. You make it th- you're, you're a minimum wage guy. And I, and I want you to just, you got to be honest with yourself. I'm so sick and tired of people that, are not, that you're not honest with yourself. So let's be honest. Let's be fucking, let's be honest. You make thirteen fifty. If you're making, if you have been making thirteen fifty for more than a year, I want you to go right now, get up, go walk away from my podcast, turn this shit on, and I want you to look in the mirror and say, I make thirteen fifty, and I've been making that for over a year. And then I want you to pause, and then I want you to say, I'm a fucking bum. I'm a cunt. I am a fucking cunt. Period. That's it. Go look at yourself in the mirror, because you're a bitch. Because you're not fucking willing to do what it takes. You won't do what it takes to get your ass out of the $13.50 an hour job. You think it's the boss's fault. It's not. It's fucking your fault. Have you shown up early every day? Here's here's a different way to go about it. You got your $13.50. Again, we'll go back to McDonald's. You just started McDonald's. You make $13.50 an hour. Right? You don't want to make $13.50, but you want to move up. You want to be more McDonald's. You want to become a GM. You want to learn everything you can. About McDonald's, because you have aspirations of someday owning a McDonald's. And you'd say this, you'd say, well, I, I could never own a McDonald's. I could never be a partner of McDonald's. I don't, I don't have that kind of money. That's how you lazy motherfuckers and dipshits think. This is how I think. I'd say, yeah, you know what? I'd like to own part of a McDonald's someday. Here's what I'm going to do. I don't have any money. I come from a poor-ass family. I got no loot. But you know what I can do? Is I can educate myself on everything fucking McDonald's. I can start from the bottom. I start there at $13.50. I work my goddamn way up, and I don't want to get any... Let's... Oh, ha, ha. I'm on the fry later. I'm flipping fucking burgers. I'm, I'm cleaning the bathroom. No. You're learning the system. You learn every goddamn thing there is to know. You move up. You go from labor guy. You go to crew trainer. You go from crew trainer to swing shift uh, to, to swing shift manager to manager, from manager to GM. You gain all that knowledge. You learn how to run a McDonald's. And then you know what you do? Once your boss... Once you run, once you've proven, once the franchise owner of your McDonald's comes to you and says, my God, my business has never made more money. It's never been run so tight. It's amazing. I love this. It's fucking outstanding. He's not going to pay you more money. I'm sorry. That ain't happening. 
It's not part of McDonald's fucking plan. But once you gain that knowledge and you have access to that paperwork, you go out and you find people that have fucking money, people that are looking to invest in something, people that don't want to work because they got loot, and you go to them and you say, I know everything there is to know about the McDonald's franchise. Everything. Top to fucking bottom. What needs to be ordered? How much needs to be ordered? I've been doing it for five years. Here is my paperwork. Here are my numbers. Look how great. And then you get the franchise owner to verify that shit. Because he loves you so much. He says, yeah, this guy's the fucking man. And then you become partners with your sweat equity. There are people out there that would... They'd be dying to have someone... To, to, that, that has to run a McDonald's, that has to run a Puppuccino's, that has to run a Domino's from top to bottom so they don't have to work and they would gladly give you 10, 15, 20, 25% so that you can make them millions and they don't have to do shit. Sure, we'll make you a partner. No problem. Just off your fucking knowledge. But you're too stupid to think that. You're too, uh, you're, you're too small-minded. You don't think big picture. You sit back and you're like, ah, they're going to pay you seven, seven fifty an hour. You can't think like that. Nine million jobs available, nine million opportunities to get your ass in the door at a company and be a boss. You know what? This shit reminds me, it, it, it reminds me of fucking Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry. And I, and I, I got to talk a little sports because I work at a fucking sports station. The perfect example. Nikhil Harry wants out of Boston because, oh, the quarterback sucks. Oh, they don't throw the ball to me. Oh, they don't do this. Bullshit. It's on you, bro. You you have, better than anybody else in the NFL, the best opportunity to be a number one fucking wide receiver on a team. Because there is no number one wide receiver. No one is good. There are no good fucking wide receivers on the Pats. There's some okay guys. This is your opportunity to excel. And what do you do? You fucking quit. You back out. I want to be fucking traded. Please, for the love of, please, for the love of God, trade me. On the other hand, if it were me, I'd be licking my chops. I'd be like, oh, I'm going to, they're running, how many sprinters you guys run today? We ran a thousand. Great. I ran fucking two thousand. All you guys are in bed while I'm up watching film. Uh, what do you do? I'm catching footballs all day long. I'd be catching footballs, running routes. Mac Jones, I'd be calling that motherfucker all day. Get up, bitch. Wait, wait. Oh, it's three in the morning. I don't give a shit. We got to catch balls. That's how you got to do it. Some guy said to me the other day, he was like, motherfuckers, that you ever go home? No, I don't go home. They should put a fucking bed for me at EEI. Because I'll be there all day long. Every show. Hillman morning show. Fucking Gresham Keith. Uh, the, OMF. I'm fucking begging to be on Mutt's show. I'm like, why doesn't Mutt use me? Drives me nuts. Nine million jobs available right now in the United States. And what you get is people complaining that there's not enough money at the job. It's not a good enough job for me. They don't see the opportunity. Why? Because they, they can't. They can't. I get it. I, I totally understand. They can't see the opportunity. They don't live. You know, they, they didn't grow up in a shit pile, in a fucking pig pile of shit under a brutal dictator. They didn't grow up somewhere where life is really fucking bad. So they don't know any better. They don't understand the opportunity that's in front of them. People go to work at uh, a Lowe's or they go to work at uh, Amazon or uh, UPS or wherever and they don't see the ability to move up the ladder. You can move up really fast at one of those companies. 
because they got nothing but drones working there. Nothing. People make it easy. They make it fucking easy. Easy. I remember when I first got in the radio, man, it was fucking competitive as fuck. Of course, because I worked my ass off, I had a full-time job by the time I was 19. And now I'm back doing the same shit that I did. I show up early and I leave late. I did something today I didn't even get paid for. I did something today that I didn't even get paid for. As a matter of fact, God forbid, you're going to pay me. Bullshit. I had somebody, I text me, say, hey, you want to do this thing for the show for tomorrow? Yeah, fucking right I do. Booyah, let's go. I'm in. No, you don't want to do that. You want to show up. You want to do the old, I'm not going to work more than I'm paid. Well, let me tell you something. You need to pick up this fucking book called Think and Grow Rich. Think, think, think. I can't even think of the fucking name of the book now. It's by Napoleon Hill. Think Big, Grow Rich, I think it's what's called. Uh, you think I would know it. I've read it a bunch of times. But he says something in the book. You show me someone that works more than what they're paid. So you work more than what you're paid. I will show you someone that will soon be paid more than what they do for work. You put in hard work now and move up the ladder. No bitching, no moaning, no complaining. Simple. What time do I have to be here tomorrow? Be here at 6. Great. Show up at fucking 5. Show up at 4. Prepare. Be ready. Get shit done. Show up early. Make yourself indispensable. Even at 13.50 an hour. Your shift gets done 10. 10 o'clock hits. Anything else I can do before I leave? No, you could go. No, no, no. Go ahead. And then do something else. When they tell you you can leave, fucking do something else. Anything. Take out the trash. If you work at McDonald's, then you know what? I'm going to take out the trash before I fucking go. I got this. I'm going to do the dishes before I go. I got this. Something. Something else. Something that adds. No, you don't want to do that, man. You got to go. I got to go. I got to get out of here. I make thirteen fifty. The owner of this place is killing it. The owner, you know how much money they make up for me? <sighs> you sound like a bunch of fucking babies. I can't stand it. I like the, dude, the mustache. I feel like the mustache makes me feel like more authoritative. I feel like I feel like a dad. Like I'm a dad now that I got the stash. I feel like, I, like I'm wise. You got to listen to me. And I'm sitting there preaching to you. I'm like, yeah, this is how you get it done. Moral of the story here is that, that there are 9 million jobs available. It's, it's, it's the most jobs that have ever been opened in the, in the history of the country. 9 million available jobs. That's a huge problem. People don't want to work. And there are reasons why people do not want to work. First off, they make enough money to stay home. And I can understand that. That's a setup shit system that the government did. And I, and I even go back to Trump and I never rip on Trump. I thought from the beginning they should have never given anybody fucking money. Now, again, they shouldn't have shut the whole place down either. That's, I mean, I, what are you going to do, man? You cut everybody's job and then you leave them fucking hanging. I get it. I, but I evolved. My shit got shut down and I find different ways to make money. That's just me. I can't expect you to be me. It's difficult to work for me. If you work for me, it's fucking difficult. Because I'm fucking better than you. And that's it. That's it. I, I'm the hardest working guy in the room and I got no problem telling you. And I got no problem showing you. Simple. So I'm a dick to work for. I'm really tough because I have a high expectation of what I think needs to be done. When I'm in the authority position. If I'm not, like for example at WEI, I'm not in a position of authority. So I just work. 
and I keep my mouth shut. I do what I'm told and then I do extra. But trust me, when I am the guy, working under me sucks. It fucking blows because I demand that you work as hard as I work. And if you fucking don't, I'm pissed about it. So if you work under me, it's, it's, it's a problem and you won't last if you don't work hard. And if you don't have thick skin and you don't get after it, you're out. But I'm only doing it for your best. I'm only doing it for you. Trust me. And me too, I mean, I want the best work out of you, but I want you to understand that if you don't put forth your best, you're going to be out. It's a fucking cutthroat business. But every place is like that, except these jobs, working at McDonald's, it doesn't have to be McDonald's. You could just fucking name a company. Just name a company. And if you're the hottest worker there, and you'll move up quickly. If you're reliable, trust me, if you show up early every single day, Leave a couple minutes late, never complain, work hard, get shit done. You will become invaluable and you will move up and you will not be making $13.50 an hour anymore. Anymore. Because trust me, managers, bosses, they want reliable people and they will pay them more money because it helps them out. It helps them get shit done. They want that. Make it 1350 is just startup. And now so I'm just gonna get to my wife Kaylee I was talking about before I went on this fucking rant. It's like this. Kaylee and I were talking, uh, my mother-in-law is gonna be leaving. My mother-in-law said, thank God, right? Whew. My mother-in-law is gonna be leaving. She's gonna go to Arizona for a couple of months. But she's she helps out a lot with the kids, which is great. But I said to Kaylee's all upset about it, and I said to her, whoa, 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 we gotta be thankful. We have to be thankful. That she helped us out for as long as she did. Thankful. But we need to handle it ourselves and we can. She's upset about it. She's like, this is going to be really tough. And I'm like, yeah, that's well, this is fucking life. Life is tough. We'll figure it out. We'll get it done. <clears throat> and then she started talking about her, her, her business, Cheeky, that she just started. And I said this to her and she was fucking pissed. But it was legit, man. And that's fucking it. I said to her, I said, wait a second. Because she said, well, with the kids and stuff, this is going to be really tough for the business. It might, my business might not make it because I can't spend my time on it. And I said, whoa, what? What did you just say? She's like, well, if I'm going to be watching the kids, I might not be able to do the business. And I said, listen, if you can't fucking get this business off the ground and you're going to use the kids as an excuse, then your business is shit. Just like that. I go, then you got a shit business. It's garbage. I go, just quit now. End it. I, I literally, I went off. I was like, get fucking, get rid of it. You can't fucking make it work because you got kids. You know how many people, you know how many single moms out there started businesses, single dads started businesses. You tell me you can't get over the adversity of having a kid. Then shut your fucking business down because it wasn't going to, that's what I said. I go, then shut it down because it's not going to make it anyways. And she got pissed. I don't fuck around, man. I give it to you. I'll tell you straight to your fucking face. If you can't deal with adversity of having kids, while running a business, then you don't got it. You don't have it. Go home. Go get a W-2 job. Go make your thirteen fifty and shut the fuck up and get the fuck out of my way. Because you don't have what it takes. And that's it. And I'm not trying to be a dictator. I love this fucking woman. I'm just being honest. Honest. I've said it on the radio a thousand times. People, they take time off. They're like, oh, I got to take time off for my family. I'm like, fucking, what? You don't got it, bro. You don't got it. Now I get it. Someone dies. I get it. But I ain't taking my kids to the fucking doctors. I ain't. I'm not. Ain't happening. I gotta work. See you later. You gotta figure that shit out. And I brought my daughter to work with me. 
My daughter's, I started Take Junk when my fucking daughter was born. I brought, I brought my daughter to the goddamn dump in a goddamn baby seat in the big truck. And after the guy's like, what, your fucking daughter's I'm like, yeah, bro, stop, I'm fucking running a business. Shit doesn't stop because you have kids. And then I will always go back to this. You know, someone say, oh, it's, well, you, you, your house is small. I'm like, bro, babies used to live in fucking caves. We're here because there were fucking people that lived in caves in the winter. They lived in caves. They didn't even have fire. We're fucking, we evolved from them. My house is too small? Shut the fuck up. Point is, everybody's got an excuse. And, and typically, if, if, if I know you and I don't want to do something, I'll just tell you I don't want to do it. But if I don't know you, and, and because people think I come across as an asshole, if I don't know you, and you come up to me with something, and I, I, I'll, I'll literally, if I'm making an excuse for something, it's because I don't want to fucking do it. That's it. And I just don't want to deal with telling you no, because you get, because you get butt hurt. Your butt hurts when, when someone tells you no. You get offended, because you think it's a reflection on yourself, when it's really just, hey, I don't want to fucking do it. So I'll make up an excuse for that. But if I want to do something, <laughs> the fuck out of here. Be lucky I don't want to do what you do. God. That whole fucking rant, man. It just pisses me off that 9 million jobs are available and people aren't taking the jobs. And then we have senators. 20-something senators, over 100 representatives, want another stimulus check. They want to give more money to people. It's, it's, literally, it's, you feed the cat, it will fucking keep coming back. If you don't teach your kids, I had this conversation with my son's mom the other day. I said, look, I just want you to know, and I told Nariam the same thing. I go, I just want you to know, Think, Think and Grow Rich is the name of the book. It's fucking awesome. I just, I, I said to her, look, I just want you to know, and I told my son this, he's 13. I said, bud, when you turn 18, you're going to have to pay to live here. Unless you go to college. My, my rules are you pay, you go to college, you don't have to pay while you're in school. Or if you join the military, you don't have to pay. I, I'm, I'm happy to cover the bill on that. But I told him, and he's like, I'm here like three times a week. And I go, yeah, I'll figure that out. I, I want $100 a week. So you do the math. What's it like? I don't know, fucking 30 bucks. Maybe a little bit more. I don't know the math on it. But I'm like, you can't live here for free. When you turn 18, you need to realize that life, it's a, that's it. You, you got to prepare your kids. So if, if, if I don't teach my kid that he's going to pay for shit and that he's going to work to pay for shit, when I die, he's fucked. He's fucked. You get that? And then, and, and, and listen, I'm not dying anytime soon. So my kid at 18, I hope, you know what? It probably, the best thing that could happen to my son would be that I fucking died at 18, when he's 18, because then he would have to figure it out. Do you get what I'm saying? He'd have to figure it out at 18. But what happens is people don't die until their kids are like 40 or 50, even worse. And these kids have, and these men haven't figured it out yet because dad's always there to bail them out. Same thing with the government. The government's always there to bail them out. You never have to figure it out. You need to be, you need to, listen, I'm not saying you need to be difficult on your kids, but you need to prepare them. They need to be prepared and you're the one that has to do it. And the way you fucking do it is simple. It's easy things. When you turn 18... 
it's and my dad did the same thing same to me my father the great Stan Pazioli said to me when you turn 18 you can pay to live here hundred dollars a week if you join the military go to college you can live here for free if you don't want to pay to live here get the fuck out just like that said, there's the door don't let the knob hit you in the ass on the way out I turned 18 years old I did go to college but I left I never came back of course I mean I, I talked to my dad I love my father but I bounced. I was like, that's it, I'm out. I don't fucking need you. I haven't need you since I was fucking 13. And this is why we have 9 million jobs that are open. I wish I, I wish there was enough time in the day. I'd, I'd work all 9 million. I would do it. I would work all the fucking time. I really, I, I love working. And it's, if I'm passionate about it, I like doing it and I'll get after it. Another stimulus check just does exactly what I just said. What, what, what it does is it sets... The government is setting you up to need them. It's supposed to be the other way around. The government needs you. Once you become dependent on the government, you become their drone and you have to do the things they do and the things that they tell you to do. It needs to be the other way around. Politicians need to be scared of the power of the people. The people should not be afraid of the power and the thumb that they have over them by the government because they need the government, because they need that money, because they need to get by. Essentially, the government needs to throw America out of its fucking house. The government needs to kick you out on the goddamn street and tell you to figure it out. And literally let you figure it out. Don't be there. Oh, in case something happens, you could call me. No, fuck you. My phone don't work if you're calling me for something. If you need something, I can't help you. As my dad would always say, you'll figure it out. Click. All right, guys, that's going to do it. Listen, thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out, America's podcast, and watching those that have watched uh, on Facebook, not many, for checking out Spazzing. Uh, America's, uh, no, it's America's Mustache. I'll probably shave it sometime next week or something like that. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartMedia or iHeartRadio, Odyssey. Hey Alexa, play Spazzing Out America's Podcast. That's where you get it on the podcast. Five fresh episodes a week. Five! And you can hear me tomorrow morning on WEI, or if you're listening right now, I'm on right now on WEI. And then next week I'll be on in the afternoon. Monday through Friday with OMF. God bless. God bless America. Someone says hello from Methuen, Massachusetts. I was in Methuen today. I did a job in Methuen, and I can't think of the name of the street, but it was right off of um, uh, right off of 495, and there was a gas station there. But there's a boat. There's a boat place. It's by the boat place in Methuen. All right. God bless. God bless America.